Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The president wants to cut the deficit. Republicans want to cut the deficit. But how do they get from here to there? There's no deficit of politics on the broadcast today from American public media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. Entrepreneurship reporting is supported by Deluxe Corp, a marketing partner to 4 million small businesses with logo and website design, search engine marketing, and more at Deluxe.com slash grow. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Wednesday, today the 26th of January. Good to have you with us. So there I was last night watching the State of the Union, and just about the time that the president was saying this. Tonight, I am proposing that starting this year, we freeze annual domestic spending for the next five years. Now, this would reduce the deficit by more than $400 billion over the next decade. So just about then, I was reading something interesting on my laptop, doing a little multitasking. It was a plan by Kentucky Senator Rand Paul to cut spending a whole lot more, $500 billion in the next eight months. He gets there by shutting down whole chunks of the government. But between the two, $40 billion a year for a decade, as the president wants, and $500 billion right now, surely there's some middle ground. Here's Marketplace's David Gura. When you look at the federal budget, the part the president wants to freeze doesn't amount to a whole lot. That, of course, is the smallest part of the budget. Maya McGinnis is a fellow at the New America Foundation. She says discretionary domestic spending covers things like roads and bridges, education and housing programs. But it doesn't include... All the various checks that the government sends out or services it gives directly to people for health care, retirement, public pensions. McGinnis is talking about Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. She says entitlement programs have to be on the table right alongside defense spending. Don Kettle agrees. He teaches public policy at the University of Maryland. He says if politicians want to reduce the deficit, they should follow the Dillinger rule. People asked John Dillinger why he robbed banks, and he said, well, that's where the money is, and if we're interested in trying to balance the budget, we're going to have to follow the Dillinger rule and go where the money is. But Kettle says Rand Paul's plan is too radical. You would have to try to tell some grandmother that maybe she can't have her wheelchair when she comes out of a hospital into nursing care, you'd be talking about nothing but truly unpalatable options to be able to get to numbers that large. Still, Maya McGinnis says Paul's plan and the president's do have something in common. These are very large cuts that they're talking about. Whether you're looking at somebody like Rand Paul's proposal or the president's, they're much larger cuts than we've seen in the past, and we shouldn't fool ourselves into thinking they're going to be painless. But middle ground sure is hard to find. In Washington, I'm David Gura for Marketplace. The next wannabe bestseller has all the right ingredients. It's got greed and deception and nudity. Well, maybe some naked short selling anyway. The Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission report hits store shelves tomorrow. The 9-11 Commission report and some others as well wound up actually being bestsellers. But this one, that is a tougher sell, as Marketplace's Janet Babin explains. Would you buy a book by these guys? Welcome to the Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission.